0: So now you have a Facebook business page. Good for you. But it's just not enough. And if you have social media accounts on every platform, also good for you. But also, it's still not enough. We're going to show you how to build an effective presence on social media from the ground up. Only on today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Growth Marketing for Martians. I am your host, as always, Jeff Lambert. I'm joined today by my partner in crime, my virtual uh, sidekick, as always, Rogelio Rodriguez. Rod, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Happy to be here. And I'm excited because we actually have someone from inside the organization here to join us today. She's in charge of our social media efforts. She is our social media coordinator, Andrea Hernandez. Andrea, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be
0: here. Absolutely, yes, it's great to have you. We've been talking about doing this for a couple months, and I'm glad that we finally can. And I can't yes, wait to jump yeah. into the topic. Now, before we get into the the actual uh, content that we're going to be discussing, I'd like to just give you a moment to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. What is your background in marketing and social okay, media? So,
1: um, I am a college student right now. I am studying marketing at Uniu here at Dominican Republic and I started doing social media when I was 16 I was in high school um I pretty much you know I did a lot of design and just like randomly posted I didn't know anything but then I just started you know watching a lot of videos of you know leaders in the industry and then I decided that I want to study marketing and I kept doing like community manager jobs for small agencies until um last year I met Jeffrey at, he was my teacher for three days. But now we have been working together for like six, seven months.
0: Fantastic. About, yeah, it's 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 been quite the ride for sure. And you know, yes, I, yeah. I didn't know I was the only person there at the university whose Spanish was not great. No bueno, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, we made it work and and you know, you did you stood out in the class in terms of your interest okay. in the topic and you you took the opportunity when we put it out there. Rod had mentioned to the group, hey, we're looking to hire, we're looking for people to grow with the company. Yes. You were the one that jumped right on that. You sent in your resume, you were you were proactive in doing that. So I think there's a lesson in there for some of our listeners too. You gotta grab the old Absolutely. bull by the horn sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> so kudos to that. So Andrea, you've had a lot of experience in developing social media campaigns for businesses, and I'd like to jump into a little bit about why that's important and some tips you have for small businesses or marketing professionals who are trying to get more out of their social media accounts. So, Rod, I'm going to kick it over to you. Where do you want to start? This is a big topic, but
2: we have a professional in front of us, so let's take advantage of it, right? Do it. So, yeah, I mean, I think my first question is, uh, how effective is social media marketing for brands, and why is it worth their time?
1: So, you know, this is a great question because I work with B2B companies and many people are like, oh, that's so boring. But the thing is that even if you're a B2B company, you have to have a, an online presence, maybe not on all of the social media platforms, but of course, there's something there for you. And I uh, brought some statistics here that probably resume that. And first of all, is that 50% of the worldwide population, it's online right now. So those are like 3.3% billion people and Statista projected that for 2025, 4.4 billion people will be on social media and that number is only growing. So another thing is that 65% of marketers are increasing their budget to social media, or however you say that. And the thing is that right now in the middle of this situation, you have to lean in uh, digital platforms and media because that's the easiest way you can contact your customers. Um, An example that I have for you is that last year, um, Spotify had this campaign in which they created um, a summary of all the songs you've listened through the year, and they created this little randomizer in which they were like, okay, what what will your name be if you were all the songs you listened through the year? And they encourage people to share that on their Instagram stories and on their feeds. And immediately everybody was sharing what they have listened to, their names and stuff. And why does this work? Because customers love personalization and that's UGC, you know, user generated content. And that gives you basically free advertising. So, yeah.
2: Awesome. Social proof. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love, I mean, I love my end of year uh, list of music that I listen to. So uh, yeah, I definitely share it. I I can, I can, I can definitely see how effective that can be. Fantastic.
1: It is.
0: It's great. And you have to think about how times are changing now, you know, in-person advertising, whether it's a billboard or a kiosk at the mall, um, they're just not as effective as even eight months ago. You know, people, who have been forced inside now for an even longer period of time, they're used to getting things even more so digitally now. And so trying to find a way to increase your digital advertising footprint without significantly spending more money is important. And like you just mentioned, Spotify ran a full campaign and they basically used other people's social media profiles and social media posts to be able to market their own product. It's genius, honestly.
1: One other thing is that many people say that they get more inspired uh, to buy something when they see it on social media. Sure. And so that's really important, you know, like response time. Because if I see um, a new Mac that I like, I will immediately DM those people and be like, hey, uh, tell me about this. So that's a great place to be.
0: Absolutely. And you know, there's, there's so many opportunities to be able to increase communication with customers using social media. And we'll jump into that a little bit more uh, in a bit. Yes. Um, a question I have for you to kind of follow up on Rod's, Andrea. You know, A lot of companies, they'll, they'll start a social media um, account for their business and they won't do much with it or they'll do the wrong things with it. And there's a right way and a wrong way to use social media. Yeah. So could you talk a little bit about what are some of the mistakes that that you see other companies making that you would recommend like, hey, don't do this?
1: (laughs) Yes. So the first thing is focusing on what we call vanity metrics, uh, likes and followers, pretty much. Because they are just, they are an image that you're painting, but they are not actually anything. You know, likes won't get you uh, ROI. And many people have... This is awful. This is like the black market of social media, but there are actually people selling followers, you know, and yeah. maybe you're there investing a lot of money, buying followers. But at the end of the day, I mean, who's buying from you? Who's who's sharing your content? Who's actually being connected with, you know, what you're posting. So the metrics that I think you should focus on are comments. Um, I'll say shares and saves because that means that your post actually was valuable to your consumers. And one other thing is that, you know, always have a little call to action in your bio uh, anywhere you are, you know, so people can look at your site and you'll get more website clicks and more information and leads.
0: I always like the analogy and and people talk about this with YouTube too. When you're using social media or when you're using, you know, a video sharing platform, you're using rented space. That's something you're either paying someone else for, or you're using something that they've set up. You have to work on getting them out of that space and back to you, whether it's your website, your online store, wherever your, your organic presence is, that's where you want them to go eventually. Right? Yes. But
1: that's where marketing, you know, connects uh, together because we have a sales funnel, we have an inbound flywheel, you know, you can use that for your social media strategy and it works.
0: Yeah, absolutely. There, there is a format to it and it applies to this. And uh, we do have some other episodes covering the flywheel and how you can utilize that. Absolutely. Um, So we have a very important one that you covered vanity metrics, not a good idea Uh, and, and offering some way for people to, continue their journey with you. If they do visit you on social media, Uh, do you have any other mistakes that you see businesses make on a regular basis that they should avoid?
1: So one of them is um, not answering to comments. Uh, I will talk about this further, but social media is a place for community, you know, uh, and people want to, want, want to be seen. So I've seen a lot of brands just letting comments flow over their feed and, that's just how bad you're doing. You know, if you see a positive feedback, if you see somebody sharing your content and I've done this before, I didn't mention it earlier, but I have a blog, uh, a literature blog. I, I post short stories, book reviews, and everybody, some, every time somebody shares my content or, or follows me, I'm just like, Oh my God, you followed me. Thank you. You made my day. Or sometimes I just like go through their feed, check what they're doing and just start a conversation. At the end of the day, we're all people, and even if there is a screen, it we're people. So we want to be kind. We want to have uh, positivity around us. And another uh, really usual mistake I see people use having is that they don't they don't have a strategy. They're just posting. And as I said earlier, there are three billion people online. So your post, if you don't have a strategy, if you don't Play around with the platform features, hashtags, uh, shares—you um, know, many other things. Your post will just get lost into this void of content. So, uh, when are you going to reach your customers like that?
0: Yeah, take it seriously. Basically, what you're saying,
2: what I hear.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. So, stay away from vanity metrics. Respond to your customers like a human. Mm-hmm. And- yeah have a plan right have a plan to to execute that's i think that's all great great advice um and and i think it goes along with you know uh what you were mentioning the last part right having a plan having a strategy you know where i I guess like which platforms are worth a marketer's time
1: okay so i could talk to you about like all the big ones but first you have to know that you have to study you have to have your data and see where your customers are. But I'm just gonna like jump a little bit um, on the platforms we already know. For example, Facebook. I think it's no secret that the fastest growing age group on Facebook is 65 and above. Mm. Yes, so that's my grandma. And my parents are younger, but they enter there because the other really large uh, demographic group is from like 25 to 54. Okay. And the amount of teens as you see is decreasing. Yeah. So then we have Twitter. And as I said before, the content on Twitter for me is literally just thoughts. People just post anything that comes to their head. So Twitter receives 500 million tweets a day. And yeah, so users on Twitter are wealthy and educated, so you see a lot of news and one tip that i will have for anybody that wants to you know enter twitter is that post a lot five six seven ten times a day you can um another another platform and this one is increasing really really fast um it's instagram so on instagram uh, many teams uh have said that they find that this is the best place to find new products and services the average age group, age group, it's like 18 to 24. And then we have two other ones that right now are really big, and it's TikTok. And TikTok is a really niche platform because um, usually you can find teenagers here. So from 16 to 24, and even younger, from like 14 to 15, 15, sorry. And another thing is that it's the most downloaded app on the App Store. 15-second videos for you to watch any time of day. And people, like 90% of their users, like just stream through TikTok every day. So the other one is LinkedIn. And this is a really great fact that I found about LinkedIn. And it's that the lead conversion rates are three times higher than any other platforms when you're using their ads. And we all know LinkedIn is a little bit more formal um males are predominant on linkedin and mostly like the age groups that you can find there are 25 to 30 and 30 to 49 Mm -hmm. and the other one is youtube so youtube is just awesome um another thing is that yeah males uh you can find most of the users are males. 73% of you as adults are on YouTube. And the other uh, wide age group is from 15 to 25. So another thing that I will uh, say to people who want to start in social media is that if you have a really niche of audience, you can use secondary platforms. For example, on my blog, since I do book reviews and I write about literature, I join Wattpad. Wattpad is a social media just for readers and writers. And we also have Goodreads, which is a social media specifically for doing book reviews. But if you're a graphic designer, maybe you want to join the community on Behance. Or if you are more of an informational brand, you can join Quora. And, you know, it will help you find your niche and your audience. And it's way more targeted.
0: So, uh, Andrea, I really, you know, and that's a great coverage of all the, the different platforms that are out there, I think what I hear you saying is you don't necessarily need to have a presence or an active presence on every single social media network out there, right?
1: Not at all. I mean, you have to get to know your audience first. Where, where is my audience? And then, I mean, as I said, if your audience is like really a specific, really targeted, you can, over time, join secondary social media platforms. And this will help you a lot.
0: Now with RISM, just out of curiosity, since we're talking about it and we need to give a hypothetical, where is our core audience found in your um, experience? Like where where are our target platforms?
1: So a great social media platform for RISM, for me it's Instagram because Instagram is a really visual platform. And not only that, but it has so many tools for you to show uh, educational content, which is the one we're focusing on right now. We also have LinkedIn, I mean, we're basically B2B because we're working with small business owners and LinkedIn is the place they go for that. Another great, great place for us, for me, it's YouTube. Because videos are the, and this is no secret, they're like the star format. People love watching videos and, you know, people stream 40 minutes of video every day. And for me, that's a lot. So that's what I think.
2: Yeah, that's that is a lot of of streaming throughout the day. Yeah, really I like it.
0: It's true. I mean, I I have to admit, I'm probably hitting that every day myself, Thanks. even if I don't want to admit it. But
1: <laughs> wow, you know,
0: pandemic time—that's how it goes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when you're on Netflix, you're well, on YouTube.
0: Yeah, exactly, and and well, not to jump off the boat too much, but you know, I look at my, even my son. You know, he's four years old, or or looking at. My, my, uh, not my cousins, excuse me, my nieces and nephews, they know more YouTube personalities than they would ever know about TV shows, or uh, personalities that are on TV. My son didn't even know what a TV commercial was until like six months ago, because it's not part of the world, you know. So YouTube is, it's a powerful medium and video in general, to your point is too. Um, Andrea shifting gears a little bit so we've talked about some mistakes to avoid if you're trying to really make a productive social media presence why don't we talk a little bit about where to start if I'm a if I'm a marketer if I'm a small business owner and I want to either improve how I'm using social media or I want to start using it and maybe I'm just not there yet uh, what are some starter tips that you would recommend where would I begin
1: okay so first as I said before know your audience Um, Am I speaking to teenagers and maybe I should go to TikTok or am I speaking to my grandma and maybe I should just post a lot of news and big text on Facebook. Um, So, yeah, know your audience. Uh, What do they like? What format do they like? Do they enjoy watching 15 second reels or do they only tap through stories? Another thing is that, you know, define your goals. Be smart. This is basic uh, marketing terms smart goals um, and align them with your brand and business goals of course then uh, stick to a plan and as I said before uh, you can like play around with social media's features like hashtags and Reels and IGTV or Facebook's marketplace which is a great place to be right now And, you know, maybe create a strategy that you can follow, do it step by step, nobody's actually waiting for you. Or maybe they are, but I really prefer something that is well-planned than something that you plan very fast and then it doesn't work. And never give up, you know? I mean, maybe your first plan didn't work, but, you know, look at your insights and your data, have them on hand. I look at my insights every day. And the last thing, and this is more, content making speaking it's the 80 20 rule which is my favorite rule of all times so 80% of your content should be informational educational funny 20% self promotion nobody wants to go in your feed and see all about you they really don't care
2: no that's the truth right uh, absolutely i mean i i unfollow people all the time when they're bombarding me with uh self promotion uh I mean, I'm not going to name any names here, but... Yes. Uh, <laughs> we all know the exact- <laughs> really
1: think, Um, You know, it's follow leaders on your industry and find your community. As I said before, and I will continue saying through the episode, social media is a place for community. For you to go there, instead of just scrolling through memes while you're in the bathroom, you know, why don't you check the news or, you know, what's trending on your industry? Because that will make for great content, and you know, engaging with that people that will make them you know say, oh, who's this person, and they will probably follow you. Another thing, and this is talking about design, create templates. If you're a small business owner or you're just starting with social media, and this happened to me, I used to spend a lot of time designing, just creating uh, a great image. But the thing is that if you're in Instagram, that's really important. If you're in platforms like Twitter or Facebook, maybe not that much. So if you are select Instagram, create templates because this will save you a lot of time.
0: Absolutely. And just to mention, Risen has, we will be releasing a pack of social media templates that Andrea herself created uh, to be able to help these marketing professionals and small business owners speed up their creation workflow. So I will make sure to include a link for those down in the description and the show notes for... uh, if you're listening to check out it's a great free resource that you can take advantage of fantastic i'm
2: listening i'll, I'll probably be the first one to download it <laughs> <That> <laughs> I, do some, some <laughs> <laughs> I will i will <laughs> don't worry <laughs> so um and this is my last question on uh for for this uh part but i would love to learn more about you know the lessons you've learned since you started out uh just kind of like you know, some, some, some of the finer points uh, that you would like to share with our audience to, for them to uh, really uh, really put together a plan for themselves, right? To be successful. Uh, some, some lessons you've learned from, from uh, doing social media for the last uh, few months for us and, and before.
1: So be patient. Um, I am learning and I keep learning and be humble because I always look to learn from people who I already got through this and already have a social media presence established and i always you know you can do that and you can put that on your strategy i always just jump into their dms and comments and i'm like hey i need help what do you do to be here and another thing is that social media and i heard this on inbound the HubSpot conference a couple of months ago social media is a 24 7 job and that's a hundred percent true. You always have to be there for your for your users. You know, they, they need your help and you have to show them why do they need you. So respond to their comments, even if they're negative comments, you know, don't leave them there. Don't delete them, be smart. In this case, take your time to answer and you know, maybe approach them in a different way. Maybe a phone call because at the end of the day, maybe they're just people who are mad and they just wanna, you know, find something. Yeah, so another thing, uh, I already said this, social media is a place for community, and I think I explained that very well. And people want to see faces. You know, Don't just grab your Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn and post things that are not about you. Show your team, show your process, give credibility, and keep testing. As Gary Vee said once, social media is what you make of it. There are a lot of people saying that social media is toxic. It is not. You know, maybe there are haters, maybe there are bots, but at the end of the day, it's our job as social media coordinators, marketers, business owners, to make social media a great place for our customers and for ourselves. And yeah, be kind.
0: It's a great point, Andrea. And you know, that crosses over into what we do overall as marketers. You treat people with respect, and they're going to care about what you're saying to them. Exactly. Well, Andrea, you know, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'd like to give you the opportunity. I know some of our listeners would love to connect with you. Outside of the show, we may have some people who are doing this who want to seek out some more advice from you based on what you said. How can people connect with you?
1: So I will totally encourage you to go out to check my blog, Child of the Sol, Child of the S-O-L. It's a Spanglish name, and you can anytime... I have my email there. You can drop into my DMs, ask for help, coaching, whatever you need.
0: Well, thank you again, Andrea, for the social media growth tips. I appreciate the time.
1: I appreciate you too. Thank you for having me again.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Growth Marketing for Martians a weekly podcast all about tomorrow's business growth tips today. This podcast is brought to you by Risen, a revenue growth firm focused on innovative strategies and proven tactics to help scale your business. Learn more about how they can help you by visiting www.gorisen.com or follow their adventures on social media. Profile links are in the show notes. Thanks for your support and keep on reaching for the stars.